Oh my god, it's been a wild week. It's been a very wild week. And it's, it's weird because this is going to come out uh, Wednesday, right? But yeah. we're right now in the throes of... Uh, Just this morning. The first pretty, thing... Pretty satisfying morning, I'd say. Oh, God. We got up and... This just tells you the levels of um, the energy, the vibe in our household. That Sophia and I got up at 7.45 and we went downstairs and she asked if we could check the map. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, electoral, the electoral map. Oh, man. <laughs> Our five, almost six-year-old asked if she could check. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Is she going to be disappointed now that she's going to have to wait a whole four years to see it again oh well but we've got the midterms When's the map coming back we'll, we'll get her hyped up for the midterms right yeah <laughs> nothing yeah nothing gets kids going like the midterm election they it's like, love oh. it they absolutely yeah. a couple of senate races she's got her eye on um yeah oh my word wild that's a good thing to be into though as a kid you know weirdly though i was i i remember i remember um this is so weird. And I, I think this maybe marks me out as a strange child, but I genuinely remember on the news, I must have been five, four, the runners and riders for the Democratic nomination of the 1986 election. Mm-hmm. I remember that because my mom really liked Jesse Jackson. And I, I can still remember the thing on the news. They had the pictures. I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't tell you anybody else, but I remember there was Jesse Jackson and my mom really liked Jesse Jackson. And I remember being like, oh, okay. Okay, let's see. Now this, I could get now into. this, politics, eh? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Really tickles my fancy. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, needless to say, they didn't elect Jesse Jackson, um, but they did elect my interest in politics. Um, hmm. So, you know. You learned who, an important who, lesson there. Who was the winner, Brian? Who was the real winner there? I, not, I think it's it was not, you. It's not for me to say. It's not for mm-hmm. me to say. But anyway, <laughs> what's this, Brian? Oh, it's there the it mug. Is. It's the mug that launched a thousand wars. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say it's like a a relic or a, what? What are the things called that? Um, the church like protects, like the yes. shroud of the. Well, it's a, it's a religious relic. A, reli- a relic. relic a relic that they used to. I love this. I remember reading a thing about, so like the 10th century, 11th century, Muslim Islamic medicine, like the Muslim world, medicine was so like so far in advance to anything we had. They could do cataract operations. They had literally books about childbirth. They had looked into it, you know, how to help with childbirth. childbirth. And And in Europe, our version of that was, she's in trouble. Let's just... Pop a relic on the top of her stomach. <laughs> She'll be fine. That's all you She'll need. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. There we go. We've got St. Xavier's finger. Get that on your tummy. You'll be all right. Well, that's the crazy thing, too, is like religious relics were like, they're like kind of like morbid most of the time. They're like really yeah. kind of like grotesque. Yeah, of course. Big on fingers. Like fingers, hands. Fingers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashes, like body, just like body parts of like people just. Hair, Ooh, hair, yeah, just like hair for me is the hair. So I don't know why, but for me, hair is the grossest of all of them. I can't quite. Yeah. I don't know why. It really just seems just not not cool. Yeah, maybe it's. I mean, I feel like there's this like gross out factor with hair that you know. To be honest, maybe this is a controversial opinion. Okay. I don't fully, I don't fully, fully align with or agree with mm-hmm. the gross mm-hmm. out thing with hair. Like, I mean, okay, it's not great to find a hair in your food, right? But no, but then people are like kissing babies on the head, on their hair. Why is it suddenly disgusting? I guess, I, it's just I, like, I guess it signifies an uncleanliness, but I don't know. There's something about I, it that I'm like, I'm willing my to. Issue, my issue with it is, I'll tell you my issue with it, is that when it's been cut, it's when it goes, okay, so say you tie a ribbon in it, but then so maybe you've got a lock of your child's hair, something like that. You put a ribbon on, it's nice and pretty. Give it give it a couple of years. It'll be all kind of matted together. It's the matting. Mm. I think it's the matting. Mm. That is that's what, that's what puts me off. I don't have an issue with the hair per se. It's the matting. Mm. Whenever you see I like think, a bog body or yeah. something, they've always sort of matted together. Yeah. Did you see that thing? Oh, this was a while ago now. 
Did you see a thing about the 3,000-year-old lump of butter they found in a bog in Ireland? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I, I, I'm very curious about it. <laughs> they found a massive pat of butter, but we're talking like a rock-sized piece of butter, right? That they dropped because it's obviously really precious, so they put it into the bog to, you know, well, you know, your gods like butter too, <laughs> surely. So they gave them oh, it. it was like an offering? Like an offering, but like a big mound of butter, like a big old bit. Here's the wild thing, Brian. It was still edible. That's wild. Not the outsides, obviously. Mm-hmm. Inside of that butter. I don't know if anybody tried it, but they said it would still be edible. That's that's pretty amazing. I, you know what? We were just talking try- about bog bog bodies and stuff like that. Of course, but like of course, that whole, <laughs> of course, of course we're talking about bog bodies, Brian. Um, yeah, that whole pro- process of like peat and like, cause you'd, you'd think of like a, a, a swamp or a bog being something that where like stuff decays, mm-hmm. but really it's that, what is it? It becomes a, it's an anaerobic, um, I think that's what it's called, right? An anaerobic environment. It's which, uh, cause there's no air. So yeah. then there's only like certain types of back cause even bacteria, they need, they need oxygen. Yeah. Um, so well, there's only certain kinds that I can, I think, can operate in anaerobic uh, situations. But I still remember this to this. I still remember this to this day. My friend Greg, when I was about seven, told me about his family's trip to the Peat District in the center mm-hmm. of England. I'm guessing there's a lot of peat there, as it's known as the Peat. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. I've never been there, but I'm guessing. So he told me about a little pool of water they found in the Peat District, and his dad said, "Oh, put his hand in, cupped it in. Have a little drink of this." They drank it up. And do you know what Greg said, Brian? It was the most delicious water he'd ever tasted in his life. Really? Only seven, but that's <laughs> what he said. And ever since then, that's always stuck in my mind. Ooh, I'd like a little taste of that bog water. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like don't. I can't imagine what it tastes like. I. I mean, I imagine it tasting just like he said. Water. Greg said sweet. Sweet. Sweet water. Is peat sweet? Is peat sweet? I don't know. <laughs> fun thing Fun thing about Spanish, uh, well, again, Mexican Spanish, I can't talk for the whole Spanish-speaking world. So obviously we have salt water mm-hmm. and fresh water, right? Yep. Uh, Spanish salt water and sweet water. Oh, okay. That's what you, that's what you call fresh water. Huh. And this is always, this is a bit of a bone of contention because I can never help but sort of sweet, sweet water. I don't know if it's sweet. I don't, I I don't know of, if I add. I can kind of see that. I could kind of see. It's Listen, it's a nice gimmick, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just don't know if it's factually. Salt water, that's inconclusive. That, that, that's not inconclusive. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah, it is what it is. It, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Um. Irrefutable is the word I'm looking for. That's there it. we go. Took the old cogs a few seconds ago, but there we go. Um, yeah. Uh, but sweet water, I don't know. Mm. I could maybe see it. I'm not sure. I, yeah. um, I'm not sure if I, I agree with it. Anyway. Uh, you know what? I was going to ask you this too. Would you have eaten the butter? Absolutely. 100%. I would try the butter. Yeah. If you had I'm a, already, a already in the hot, I already in this household, I already have the job as chief tester of anything that's a mm-hmm. bit suspect, it's handed over to me. Try this. Milk, cream, orange juice this morning, which had a, and I'm doing quotation marks, vinegary smell. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Brian. It had a, I'm doing quotation marks, vinegary taste as well. Oh, no. So, yeah. Well, it's a bit <laughs> tricky because with all the excitement of the election, this was also the week our fridge decided to go on the fritz. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, so we've been going backwards and forwards with two cool bags, two cool boxes, which I've had to go to the, the, the store like twice a day to get ice. Anyway, I'm digressing. But so there's been quite a lot of suspect items. Mm. Cool box did keep them cool, but you know. You've been working overtime as the, the tester. Damn straight, damn straight I have. There's been, <laughs> there's been fishy turkey. There's Uh-oh. been. Yeah. Gotta watch out for the sliminess, the right? Turkey, slimy turkey, rice. Even quinoa, quinoa. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm digressing. Brian, <laughs> I want to pick you up on something. Okay. What were you talking about? The bog bodies. I love bog bodies. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. 
<laughs> I'm a big fan of bog bodies. Oh, me too. Um, we were talking about uh, – we had just seen this movie. Actually, wow, look at look at this tie-in. The mm. movie we watched, it was a couple weeks ago, called Relic. wasn't very good. I didn't sure. really like it all that much. Well, sure. It's a newer horror movie. It seemed like it had promise. I watched it. It oh. just – it didn't really do it for me. It never really came together. But – at the very end of the movie, there's a pretty good scene. It's it's literally like the climax of the movie. So mm-hmm. spoilers ahead, I guess. But there's sure. this scene in which probably it's probably the best part of the whole movie where they kind of have a um, – it's a prop and it's sort of like it's supposed to be the woman's mother and she's sort of peeling all the skin off of it because it's like – it's after this kind of crazy like Is chase she scene. She she's dead? He's like dead. It's like it's it's this whole metaphorical thing. It's okay. It's it's a whole it's the whole plot essentially of the sure. movie. But basically, what it comes down to is this monster sort of chasing them. It's it's the mother. It's the the grandmother rather. Is the um, monster? Is the, the monster. monster okay? But then there's sort of like this like because the whole movie kind of has this theme of like acceptance of mm-hmm. aging Monsters. and dying. Mm-hmm. Um, like thematically, I think. It was it was really interesting, but sure. I think that it just it didn't like it kind of fell apart. It just like it could have been done well, but good movie it but, wasn't. Yeah, exactly. But the part that they they did do really well was this sort of prop at the end where the uh, the mother, not the grandmother, is sort of peeling the skin off the grandmother and revealing this sort of shriveled up body. It's like mm. it's like all the skin is all blackened and stuff yeah, yeah. to the point where then you end up with like this kind of, she does like a little bit of a Russian doll thing where the exterior cool. of grandma comes off. Sure. And then all can that I, can, remains... I give you a, can I give you the word? Can I give you the word you're looking for? Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite gross words. The skin was sloughing. 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 Oof. That's, that's fucking, that's isn't rotten. It, isn't it? Isn't it? Anyway, that's sorry. <laughs> but the, sort of like the sort of zombie rotting grandma is sort of mm-hmm. peeled away to reveal this kind of meek looking body that's yep. like very shriveled. The skin is completely like kind of like black and petrified mm-hmm. looking and it really looks like a bog body, mm-hmm. um, which like I was, I actually wasn't thinking about that in the moment, but Paula and I were just talking about this movie and I was like, you know what it actually looks like? It looks like a bog body. That looks like um, a bog body. Yeah. That sort of leathery, like the tannins in the bog. Exactly. Yeah. The Where like skin. everything has been replaced by like, you know, minerals and bog mm. material. Bog, bog juice. Bog juice. Yeah. Yeah. They're wild. Some of them are absolutely wild, the bog bodies. It's insane. Like I think the, the part that is so crazy to me is like seeing the creases in the forehead Mm-hmm. And things like that, that they're like 3,000 year, 3,000 plus yeah. year old bodies. Yeah. But you can see like, you know, the, the wrinkle lines in their forehead. Yeah. It's just it's that thing. Crazy. Oh, you're just, you're just a person. You were, yeah. you were just, you're just a fella or a lady. Did you see there was, I saw a wild one on Twitter the other day of, they're not so old, but they were some kids. It's a fun story. Um, of kids that were sacrificed in Argentina and they basically got them drunk and put them on top of a mountain. So they got hypothermia and died. But because it's like in a really dry, really cold area, they're just like perfectly preserved and they're about 700 years old. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. Yeah. It's really freaky. It's really freaky. And the other one, my other, my other favorite, it's not a bog body, but I've long been a big fan of, do you know Utsi? Mm-mm. Ötzi is um, from the Übergürgelötzel in Austria <laughs> slash Italy. Um, my brother used to have a great T-shirt of that um, of a jumping. So he was of a jumping, a skiing caveman from Übergürgelötzel, oh, okay. um, mm-hmm. where his friend went on a skiing trip. Brought him back the T-shirt. Anyway, I digress. Um, so he was, I think he must be about five thousand years old. He was a fella who they found perfectly preserved in like a glacier, but in a really weird way, because apparently usually glaciers, if you die and then a glacier comes across, you're just ground to dust oh, yeah. because it's like <clears throat> over a really slow time, but it's a huge amount of pressure. So he had a really weird thing where he was basically 
died in an alpine pass. He was up in the, like, not a valley, but he was up in an alpine pass, died. And then it must have snowed, but at the perfect temperature that night. So just the way it happened, he was perfectly preserved. And then somehow, like, a glacier came, not over him, but it didn't crush him. And then the glacier melted, and then they found him. And... I've ever seen a TV show on it about 25 years ago, but basically they keep finding out more and more about him. At first they were like, oh, he died of hypothermia. And then I was like, no, maybe it wasn't hypothermia. And then they basically discovered that he'd been murdered. They found like an arrow in his back um, and he'd been stabbed. Oh, and I they remember sort of this slowly actually pieced it together. And also he was found in Austria. So the Austrians had him, but then they actually realized that he was just inside Italy. So they had to give him back to the Italians. <laughs> He, and he's got a little museum just over the border where they keep him nice and they keep, keep him damp, just damp. Mm-hmm. They spray water on him, just damp. To keep him damp. But his clothes, so it's like the first person they've ever found. So they found he had all this stuff. He had a fucking backpack on him, He like a proper mm-hmm. back. He was fully kitted out. But my favorite thing of all. He's got his whole kit. Had his whole kit. He had everything. I think he even had like a little thing with embers in it. Like they, they used to have like a type of fungus that you could it would keep an ember for like a couple of days if you kept it. Right. So you he just had fire on the go. He had everything with him. But my favorite thing about him were his shoes. So apparently they said they look like bird's nests on like a piece of leather, like a flap of leather with a bird nest on the front. And they're like, what the fuck are these? Like, what the hell? How could you be walking in the Alps with that? So they recreated them gave them to a climber to like walk around the rocks who was like, holy shit, these are like the best shoes I have ever used for climbing because he had total grip. He could feel everything, but they did protect his feet, kept his feet warm, but he had like amazing, he, he, he just could f- like sense the rocks, could feel them really well. It was bananas. It was, I, I think he's like 5,000 years old. Bananas. But the thing, but they were really excited because they had never found like, so they had just had his clothing, all this stuff, his food, uh, he had little bits of food with him, but some fuckers came along and murdered him. Obviously, shot him in the back. Sons Son, of bitch. Sons of bitches. I hope Any. he didn't have it coming. It seems like he was a nice fellow, so I don't. It think seems he did. like he was a good fellow. Surely, somebody with a backpack wouldn't be a douche. Um, <laughs> I, I think know. you know. I think I kind of remember this now, like this this specific instance, because the, the glacier thing kind mm-hmm. of brought that back. Did he have? Did he have a tattoo? Was that yeah, the other thing too? I think he I had a tattoo. That. I think he had a tattoo. I remember yeah. that being a big deal because like that was, you know, it's like culturally significant. And then it's also just like the, the had, fact that it was preserved so well. He had um, a tattoo of a pug in a top hat. <laughs> yeah. He had the, the mustache on his fingers so he could do that. It's very cute. And I was just looking up Utsi. Oh, yeah. 5,000-year-old, five, 5,300-year-old. Five, 5, Mummy has 61 tattoos, Brian. 61 tattoos? So 61 he was like, he was tattoos. up. Yeah. <laughs> Utsi's equipment. Man, he was <laughs> decked out. My favorite thing, he's got some like stockings. So he had like a, he had almost like a kilt. Mm-hmm. And then under that, instead of trousers, he's got, wait a minute. Where are you, Brian? There you are. There he's I got am. like, he wore like, he had like stockings. Mm-hmm. So a bit so sexy. So he was, you know, was like functional, stuff. practical, but sexy as well, which I like. Um, you know, because why? Why, sh- why shouldn't he be? Um, but yeah, amazing. Anyway, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hold on, I'll be right back. What the heck was that? Hold on. That bang was so loud, listeners. It has knocked. One of the drawers open, just behind where Brian sits. Um, so just to paint a picture for you, we're all pretty stirred up by what just happened. <laughs> we're off the rails. We are off the rails, Nick. What okay, the sorry. hell was that, Brian? <laughs> I think it was a, a ghost. No, Me too. Um, I think we were talking about um, the Santa Ana winds the other mm-hmm. week. And it's been pretty windy here. Mm-hmm. And pretty much if we open one door. Yeah. And like one of the, one of the, like, you know, like our bedroom door is, Mm -hmm. is opened. It will slam just because it like creates this vortex of air in our apartment. And that's energy vortex. Yeah. But it sounded like, I thought the thing that ran through my head, aside from it being a ghost was Paula had like 
was climbing on a stool and it sure. <laughs> fallen. Sure, sure. Well, I think we're all glad it wasn't that. But let me, yeah. I see my initial thought was to ask the question, Brian, was it a demon? Is it a demon? No, it was no, Santa it Anna Wins. No, definitely yeah, it not. Santa Anna Wins. But I tell you, it's so impressive. It looks like it's, and I told the listeners this while you were away, it looks like it's oh. knocked open a drawer behind you. Did it? I think so. There it, it is. Have, well, inconc- irrefutable proof that the Santana wins are real, Brian. <laughs> they are. And that is just irrefutable evidence. Yep. 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 Okay, I got a. I got a. That, that made me jump. I got a. I got a you little gotta, spook there. Got to pull yourself together, Brian. Yeah, I got to really. I got to. We got to get this podcast back Ooh, on the rails. Got to get it back. Okay. Well, here's <laughs> here's how we're gonna do that, Brian. Here's how we're going to okay. do that. I'm going to ask you about the ant infestation that you had this morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we got we got going a little bit late today because, uh, you know, I had to take some time to do some quiet reflection on the ants that lost their lives. Mm, quite right. Uh, next to my sink today, so I mm-hmm. think this is. I mean, it's very nice today. There was sort of a cleansing rain. I would say mm-hmm. it, it hasn't rained. That's yeah. what I thought. It's cleansed. It's cleansed the nation, Brian, even though it's yeah. only been in Southern California. But I think we can we can say that irrefutably. Um, it felt very fitting because it, it was just, mm. uh, I mean, I don't think it's rained since at least before the, uh, like, since quarantine. Really. Yeah. yeah. So it's been like, I mean, more than a half year. Mm-hmm. It's been It's been a really long time. So there was sort of the rain. And I think what happened with the rain, because we, we've had a couple, you know, ant issues before. Yeah, sure. But I think what happened is that the rain, the ants were not prepared for this. And they no. had probably been thriving mm. somewhere where, you know, rain really hadn't been an issue for them in, Absolutely. in an ant's age. Absolutely. Um, and then so when this cleansing rain came, they just needed somewhere to go. So they decided to burrow through our, um, fuck, 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 burrow fuck, into fuck, our fuck. kitchen. Yeah. Now tell me, did they come out the sockets, Brian? Not out the sockets. They have come out of our sockets before, though. Ants coming out the sockets is a very, very unsettling uh, incident. This yeah. happened. This is the only time we've ever had an infestation. It was the, of course, it happened the morning we were going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, we woke up and it was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, yeah, yep. just ants streaming out of the sockets and. Quick thinker that I am, Brian. Do you know what I did? What'd you do? I just taped up the socket with packing tape. <laughs> and we went on how vacation. Did, how did that work out? Well, the house wasn't infested when we came home. So it's good. And there was a hell of a lot of ants stuck to the packing tape. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. There we go. Everyone was a winner apart did from they the ants. Did they grew it at all? No, they gave no? up. No, wow. I feel like it was, it was the bulwark that sent them back we sent them packing <laughs> hopefully on through to next door um man yeah. yeah the what happened here was like did you get it, some sort of spray or ungent out to repel yeah, I, the ants i sprayed them a little bit mm-hmm. um but but what i did is i just used like a very no i use like a cleaner spray mm-hmm. just because it was right next to our sink and i was like fuck i don't want to spray this with raid because like this is where our dishes go yeah um round up yeah yeah so <laughs> just, spr- just, spritzing, <laughs> just spritzing the plates the cups everything the just round it up. up just round it all up yeah okay but what had happened is like if they were coming from like underneath the sink like the like the the edge of the sink like the caulk or whatever <laughs> is there sort of was a little bit broken down so they were coming mm-hmm. up through there they're bringing dirt with them because they were like trying Simple to probably clear picture. out their their tunnels. Uh, you know, find a nice bit of dirt. You want to bring it with you to your new home. Yeah. And were then they the, were they the teeny tiny California yes. ants? Yeah. Yeah. They were those tiny little sugar ants or whatever yeah. they're called. And then they were also they had formed a line going towards the window and were actively searching for an exit route mm. along the like the crease. There's like a slight crack. In our like where like uh, the wall kind of meets like the the bottom of like the uh, the cabinet or whatever, and they were like actively searching, trying to dig a hole through there so they could have because they there's probably no way out the other way. Mm-hmm. It was a whole 
It was a whole thing. It's a, it's a mess. Have you had any other bug related problems, Brian? Yeah, we had a slight like roach deal uh, right when we moved in, which roaches. is not cool. Was it the big roaches? No, it's tiny guys. It was the uh, the German cockroach. Oh, no, those which guys. are worse. Which are actually like I mean, running across the big cockroaches, the ones they call like water bugs, uh, is they're they're gnarly because they're giant. But honestly, I would rather deal with them than deal with the German cockroaches because if you see out. one, mm. it means that there's way more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a we had a fun water bug incident, uh, which I've I've previously talked about. Sophia's terror of the uh, the wildlife in general, mm-hmm. and there was a Isabel had an amazing reaction to this. So I was we were giving them dinner, and Isabel disappears off, and I just hear. Nicolas, could you just come here a second? But Cam, like, I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'll come in a second. I'm just doing this. No, no, no. Could you just, could you just come here? No, no, I'm, I'm feeding the kids. No, could you just, could you just come here, please? I'm like, oh, fuck's sakes. Okay. Right. What? What is it? And she's just standing at the bottom of our stairs that go into our garage, pointing at the wall. And there is the biggest fucking water bug you have ever seen. And she could see that I was about to go like, what the fuck? And she's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not a word of this. Not a word of this, my boy. Um, and yeah, so then I had to have a quiet scream mm-hmm. and then we had to try and kill this water bug. And it was fucking gnarly. How did you dispatch it? Did How did you was, end up getting rid it of it? It was dispatched with... Um, what was there was a spray we had we had a can of like bug spray in the garage that was left from the previous owners of this house and i sprayed the fuck out of him and he god bless him he fell to the floor um and we have like a pyramid weight to weigh the garage door to keep the, if you want to keep the garage door open we have this big weight so he was just fucking dispatched with that thankfully i thought he was going to r- do a runner but he didn't mm-hmm. he was kind of in the throes of ah! Um, listen i don't wish ill on anybody apart from cockroaches <laughs> and i have to say this mosquitoes yeah mos- mosquitoes passionate hater of yeah. mosquitoes and i make no I hate flies just in general flies i hate flies but mosquitoes my god here's something fun for you my neighbor uh mr tom next door he's a good mm-hmm. lad big fan of tom good fella tom however is a mosquito denier he's a, he doesn't he's a, think they exist he doesn't he, think, he doesn't think they exist in california so literally he sits he smokes a cigar outside his house so our houses are joined he likes to sit of an evening on the weekend in his chair with his with his blinds open he's, we've got a big window at the front he's got a big window at the front blinds open watching his tv smoking a cigar and having a glass of wine so we're right next to him, like two feet from him on the other side of the fence. There is a pot that is like mosquito heaven. So we've got this, oh, we've, got a, we've got a pot with a giant succulent in it that it doesn't drain the water. So we hardly ever give it water. But if you want to get rid of the water, sometimes you have to like tip it out. And yeah. it's one of these things you tip it out and it's like, we're free. <laughs> and like a thousand mosquitoes fly out of this fucking pot. Yeah, they need that uh, so, still water. Yeah. So we have to do this every couple of weeks. But this fucking neighbor of mine is sitting there telling me that mosquitoes don't exist in California. I'm like, not only do they exist, you're fucking two feet from like a thousand of them. So whenever we open our door, you go in our, in our front door, there's always fucking mosquitoes coming in. He, but he was like, no, that's not mosquitoes. I'm like, what do you mean that's not mosquitoes? <laughs> He's like, no, you just don't know what a mosquito is. Why would I not know what a mosquito is? He's like, well, you're from Scotland. He's like, I'm from Ohio. That's like the home of mosquitoes. <laughs> Like, what the fuck has that got to do with it? I know like, what a mosquito is. So every time I see a mosquito in our house, or every time I killed one on our wall two days ago that let out that big, like, of blood mm. all over the wall. Oh, I, God. I swear to God, I almost took a photograph and sent it to Tom. I'm like, the fuck? How could you be a mosquito denier? Anyway, sorry, yeah. as you can see, I'm getting a bit riled up by this, Brian. It's, it's <laughs> I can see. Forward. You gotta, you know what you gotta do is you gotta encase it in amber, like in Jurassic mm. Park, so then it isn't just a splotch. Because I feel like this this gentleman might even he's like, well, that could be any fly. Yeah, you know? that's great. that's true. That could be a horse fly. You're yeah. being bitten by a horse fly. Oh my god, yeah, that's uh, the worst. Oh, it's so oh. much more offensive than being stung by a wasp. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's just because it's like they it's as if they bite a chunk out of you. Yeah. It's yeah. just ugh. awful. Anyway, yeah, sorry. It's fucking awful. Uh, but I was going to I was going to mention, too, you know why he, he doesn't think there's mosquitoes? Probably because he's smoking that big cigar. Mm. It's working like it's almost like working a, like it, a citronella candle. God damn it, Brian. You are 100 percent right. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm going to fucking say that to him. I'm going to fucking say that to him. I'm going to pretend He's warding him off with the smoke. They hate the smoke. Yeah, they hate and, the smoke. Or like the pungent smell too. Brian, honest to God, you've just blown my mind. <laughs> That's like, it's no, so- No, it's probably it's, what it is. It is 100% what it is. But my God, Brian, you're absolutely right. I'm going to put that to him. Yeah, of course yeah. he doesn't think there's any fucking mosquitoes. They're like keeping away from him. Yeah, it's work, yeah. It's like a citronella candle. And the only that. time he is outside is when he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. Oh, Brian. Um, or if he's in his backyard, oh. do you know what he's doing, Brian? Barbecue. Yeah. He's just there making the only time he's outside has been having a barbecue or smoking a cigar. Got some form of smoke going on. Mm. You're a <laughs> fucking genius, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I just know about bugs. Oh, my know? God. I'm just going to be like hanging out in our front garden, like in, in the front of our house solidly for the next 48 hours to wait for Tom to get out there with his cigar. Like the mere thinking about. See out? Okay. Yeah. I've uh, got, I've got a bad, a really bad roach story. I've oh, got please, two really, I've please. got two really bad roach stories. Lay, lay it on me, Brian. I guess we could say, I mean, to be honest, Bug infestations are kind of like hauntings in a way. So say every bit is unsettling and troubling as a haunting. And I'll tell you why, because you can't fucking relax. You cannot go to bed and relax when you know there's a possibility that there's still more roaches around. It's, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. It's exactly the same as a haunting. You can't fucking relax because it's waiting for that. The equivalent of like a small tap on the shoulder. It's the feeling of something scuttling across you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and just yeah, not being able to be at ease and just knowing that there's an unwanted presence. Yeah, an unwanted presence. You know, um, the this one is really gnarly. This is I lived in this house in Philadelphia that was quite literally falling apart. Yeah, um, we had at one point we had mushrooms growing out of our ceiling. Cool. Have I told you about this? I don't no. know if I've ever. No, sir. It was after a hurricane and the back half of like where our, our kitchen stuck out from past like the first story was it was a flat roof. So the water just sort of collected there and then just soaked in through the, the mm. ceiling and then mushrooms started to grow out. So mm. if that sort of just paints the picture of what this place was like. It sounds yeah, lovely. Yeah. And I'm guessing, but, the, I'm guessing the smell of the place was lovely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. This place also, we it was heated by oil, but we were – I lived there with a bunch of people. We were right out of school, and I mean – we and we just decided not to pay for the oil. Like we just didn't pay to have the, the oil thing like filled up. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't have heat. Cool. Um, so that was a sure. good thing. So that sure. was a good choice. That was yeah. definitely – Seems like a wise I, choice. Yeah, it was – it, this this place was it was a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about from, that. But from, from soup to nuts, <laughs> from soup to nuts. Speaking of which, I had a little bit of soup. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to make that soup by reheating it in the uh, microwave. Mm-hmm. Popped the soup in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Walked away for a second. Came back and looked in the microwave, only to discover that there are uh, just roaches zooming around inside the microwave so i had the roaches had started to live in the microwave and by turning it on they just started zipping all over the place sure because they were presumably being sort of whatever raid like fucking whatever you would call that whatever microwaved i don't know yeah and then so did did they did they explode did they die in the microwave no they seemed to be fine they were just like didn't get toasty and hot no no, I think just the movement of the little uh, <laughs> the tray, <laughs> little tray that rotates around. Well, um, I mean, this is only the beginning of the story. And that's already the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So cool. Well, that is that is the that's the road that story for that place. Yeah. Okay. That the is soup the thing we said just was the perfect transition. <laughs> mm. Now tell me, Brian, did you eat the soup? No, I did not. I, no, I promptly no. tossed that soup. I promptly started screaming and running around the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, that place was a nightmare. It was a total, total nightmare. If you were, if you were my brother David, you would have picked up that bowl of soup and I, you would have thrown it against a wall <laughs> as, you, as you screamed. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like I have a pretty, I have a pretty high tolerance for gross stuff. I think in general, no, um, brooch is in a microwave. That is like a different, soup is too much. That it's was, too that was much. too much for me. Um, the other roach story was, was like right after we moved into our apartment in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the, and this was actually, that was the place that, where we moved to in Brooklyn was immediately after I moved out of that horrible, uh, Man, nightmare you, house. You just, you just couldn't catch a break. Yeah, so we moved in and I start to see signs that they have definitely treated this place before for mm-hmm. roaches. So I was seeing like they had like that jelly stuff mm-hmm. in the so I was like, okay, so keep an eye on this. Um didn't really see much for a little bit and then I start to see some and like kind of treat it as it is until we start seeing more and more I'm like fuck, there's something's going on. Mm-hmm. There's there there's somewhere in the apartment. Um, or there's somewhere in there, it was in the kitchen there, there's somewhere in this kitchen and, uh, similar to what you were saying, they like the heat. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that I, I had to like, you know, root these things out. So I like removed this part of our oven and they were just all oh, in, no. like, on the one side. And I just, Paula came home that day and I had, um, I had, she said it was like a very, very bleak scene. I was like basically knelt on the ground, just spraying like hands of raid. And I was playing like, I was blasting um, Radiohead at the mm-hmm. time. So it was like this, this sort of like this nightmare massacre of bugs going on in my, to the tune of um, Karma Police. In so my, it was, um, in my head, you're playing the roof, the roof. <laughs> The roof is on fire. No, this uh, was it was it was a way more somber mood. It was sort mm. of like, um, yeah, yeah, okay. That was a nightmare. That was, but then actually after that, after I did that, we never really had an issue again. I just sprayed the sent, hell out of them. You sent a message to them, Brian. Yeah. Now was that in the warming bit under the oven? Is that where they were? Was it like that? No, kind of- it was like along the side of the oven. Oh Jesus Christ! And I think we got that replaced then too. Like this is fucked. So, oh no 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 yeah. roaches no no sir i feel like I'm, I'm painting myself to be a real gross guy this episode because i said the thing about hair before which yeah. let me clarify a i don't bit. have me, no problem me, with no hair let me loop back on this i'm fine with hair it. that's been detached for a really long time that's really gross but i i think sometimes i'm willing to i actually like a hair. my hair to have a smell to it <laughs> i like it a bit greasy Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that people go around kissing babies on the head. All, as soon as a hair is detached from someone's head, yeah. suddenly it's it becomes the most disgusting thing in the world. But a baby's, I mean, you're going straight for like, you're going for the jackpot there. A baby's head is the <laughs> nicest head you can smell. I mean, that's I'm, just I'm pure, speaking in hyperbole a little bit, but. That's just pure gold. I mean, smelling a baby's head is right up there of the, of the best smells in the world, Brian. So, you know, a, a but clean it's like, baby's head. Um, yeah. But it's like, you touch someone's hair, you ruffle their hair. It's fine, you're touching it as long as it's attached to their hair, yeah. head. But Do you know, know that you are trained, like it's in, you, there's like a thing, um, like people can spot a tiny hair in food. Like you, you just need to see it for the merest split second. You're like hair. Cause like <laughs> it's literally programmed into you to spot really? hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You will always hmm. spot a hair in food. People will be like, fuck hair. There it is. Yeah. It's programmed into you. Cause you can't, cause it's inedible. You can't eat it. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying I like hair. So you're going against that. nature, Brian. <laughs> I guess so. But I think people make a little bit too big of a deal about it. <laughs> sure. But that's what uh, I'm saying. But a hair in your food in a restaurant when you don't know where that, where, what that's head's true. coming that's, out. That can oh. be gross. That can be gross. All right. Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'll fold on it. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You're, you're, <laughs> you're a big man and you're a good man, Brian. Um, yeah. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Why were oh, we talking where, about this? How did we get to hair? Um, yeah, I was saying I was gross because of all the roach shit that happened. The roaches. Um, Ants. I saw something weird. We oh. saw, Stella and I saw a tiny, tiny little caterpillar. No, tiny, tiny spider 
eating a caterpillar the other day, Brian. Ooh, I like that kind of thing. Was pretty freaky. Pretty freaky. Big old green caterpillar. So hilariously, this all took place in the crow's nest of my children's water table. We've got a a pirate's water table, and and in the crow's nest, there was a spider web. The whole crow's nest, this spider made its web completely in the crow's nest. And like just, but not like a web, like the whole thing, like a, a solid web. And some poor fucking caterpillar had somehow fallen into the crow's nest. And it was just a teeny tiny spider. Like the, the, the caterpillar was like 90% bigger than the spider. The yeah. spider was like, fucking bring it out. That's like, that's like three, three yeah. uh, what's it called? Thanksgiving dinners there. It was. He went, he was still there. He was still there eating the caterpillar three days later. Yeah. That's, we were, that's we, like we, all they need. We checked in on it like every day for a week to see what was it's going quite on. It's literally a lifetime yeah. supply of food for a, for a spider. And, and it's still the, the husk, the little shriveled husk of the caterpillar is still there. Yeah. I was actually, you know what? This just reminded me your, um, I was going to mention this before your, your roach story just reminded me of something that happened just last night oh, um, where <laughs> I was I was walking out of the bathroom and Paula was still in the bathroom brushing her teeth uh-huh. and she walked out and I said, hey, look above you. And she looked up and there was like there's this giant spider on our ceiling. Like it was huge. Are we talking what used to be known in my house as a lentil on legs or was it a big fat boy? It was like a lentil on like, it was very spindly. I don't, cause they're, I don't like them, but they're not, they don't terrify me. Yeah. I actually, I like spiders. And so what I've been, what I do though, and this is, <laughs> this is the thing that's become pretty interesting. I always take them. I just like, I, I kind of gently grab them and I put them outside. But the thing is what I've, what I've realized that I've done now is that I always sort of dump them in the same spot. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I kind of gently pick them up with the paper towel yeah. Yeah. I'll open the door and boop, pop them outside. Mm-hmm. However, what I've done inadvertently is create a gauntlet or sort of gladiatorial yeah. um, contest, just a mere foot outside of my door yeah. in which the the most the strongest spider survives. Where sometimes I'll, I'll throw one out there and then one spider is out there for a while and they'll take on the other spiders. And so even though I'm trying to like, you know, I I – I like keeping the spiders around just because they kill they kill mosquitoes sure. and shit like that. Sure, it's great. I'm very Ants. pro spider. Yeah. I'm pro spider, um, um, but I do put them outside. But I now it's I, I'm like basically I've been breeding super spiders. Mm. Um, you've been breeding just, spiders and you've been feeding yeah. spiders is what you've been doing. Yeah, pretty much. But like it's crazy because sometimes I'll put one out there and then that one is there for a while. And then, then some, can. like even sometimes the big guys, they get taken down by the little guys. It's crazy. Of course they do. Of course they do. Can I tell you a very sad spider story, Brian? Let's hear it. You're about to have your heart broken. Still, it's still Isabel brings it up from time to time. Whew. God, this is pretty. This is quite an emotional story for me. So when we lived mm-hmm. in New York, in our bathroom, used to sit on the toilet, and there was uh, the 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 wall of the shower was very close to you. So your knees were almost touching the wall of the shower. Mm-hmm. There was a pipe, classic New York style hot pipe that was between the wall and the shower wall. And on that hot pipe, Brian, I had a little buddy and his name was Gary. Now, Gary was a teeny tiny money spider. Teeny, teeny, mm-hmm. tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny. Quite literally an itsy bitsy spider. An itsy bitsy spider. Or as we would sing in Britain, insy wincy spider. And um, oh, okay. wait, yeah, Incy Wincy, Incy Wincy, Incy Wincy Spider. I think I might have spider. heard of that too. Anyway, he was an itsy bitsy Incy Wincy Spider, and he was my friend Brian. And every time I took a shit, I would have a chat with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would go, and I would get up in the morning. I would say, "Morning, Gary." When I would go to bed, I would say, "Good night, Gary." Gary was there for a solid three months, Brian, mm-hmm. and then for some reason of which I cannot remember, I decided to move Gary. I got some toilet paper. And Brian, I inadvertently killed Gary. (laughs) Oh, no. To this day, I don't know how it happened. I put the toilet paper. I picked him up. 
I attempted to pick him up, and I don't know if my hand slipped uh, at the uh, last moment. Uh, Somehow, when I checked between the folds of that toilet paper, Brian, there was this tiny smushed spider. I've got to live with that for the rest of my life. Brian, I loved Gary like my own brother. And I killed him. I killed him. Sort of sort of like a, what's it called? Um, like a, it seems like something from a Martin Scorsese movie where it's the person that was their closest confidant. Yep, yep, yep. It's the one that ends up having to off him. Of course, of course. The last thing that Gary saw or knew. Yep. It's just good he old was- pal. This good old pal. He was basically little pussy pumping zero. Mm-hmm. I think it was little pussy. Is it big pussy or little pussy? I can't remember. What's that? Sopranos. Have you seen the Sopranos? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I think he's just pussy. Right? There's, he's at, he's he is pussy, but there's also there's big pussy and there's little pussy, and I can't remember right. if it's big pussy or little pussy. Anyway, whichever way you look at it, yes, mm-hmm. whichever way you cut it. My God. So if anything, if anything like that vaguely happens to this day, Isabel will say, it's just like Gary. This happened maybe 10 years ago. My it God. still sticks with you. I mean, still that kind of thing. I still feel it. I still feel it. Oh, you know what I was going to, I was going to bring this up. I wrote this down in my notes. Um, going back a couple episodes, we <laughs> inadvertent, we, we landed on uh, that not knowing what a Brillo man is. A Brillo right? man. Of a course. A Brillo man. Yeah. Um, yep. However, we were sent some very good. We were sent some very good artwork on the Brillo. Exactly. Map. We've actually had an independent oh, sorry. Um, source kind of do some do some mm-hmm. uh, additional research mm-hmm. in which they found a drawing of a Brillo man, terrifying, or more so like a diagram mm-hmm. at their local library uh, in a, in a manuscript. I think so. Chilling, chilling. It is chilling. So it looks like a Brillo man has an exposed brain. Mm-hmm. Um, the face of just, you know, a human being, mm-hmm. their original hair is sort of stripped off of them and on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're holding a, a Brillo pad. So really it seems like a Brillo man could quite, quite literally be just a normal human being that has rubbed off their scalp, exposing mm-hmm. their brain mm-hmm. with a Brillo pad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and still managed. I, I think it's some sort of undead situation. It's certainly unusual. Yeah. It is. I mean, I would say it's technically paranormal. It's absolutely paranormal because usually if you were to rub off your entire skull mm-hmm. um, with a Brillo pad, I'd mm-hmm. say that would kill most people. So Most people it would, I would say, yeah. I think there might be something going on. So it's. I think it's like the equivalent of a zombie where with a zombie you get bitten. Mm-hmm. However, with a Brillo man – If someone basically, if you do it, maybe if you do it to yourself or another Brillo man rubs off your scalp with a Brillo pad, you become a Brillo man as well. Brillo man. Yeah. That's, that makes sense to me. I I mean, I I think then the next question is what was the Brillo man doing at the Stardust Ranch? (laughs) That's, I mean, he might've been just trying to scrape some, uh, some rust off some pipes or something. Maybe, maybe it did look like rusty pipes around there. Yeah, could have been just a terrible Brillo accident. Rusty Pipes would be a good name for a porn star. <laughs> oh, no. Or, or like a country western singer, Rusty or, Pipes. Yeah. Or a yeah. Why yeah. do we have to why does they have to be a porn star, huh? That's my filthy good old mind. Rusty that's, pipes. That's my filthy mind, Brian. I'm always gonna go straight there. But you're absolutely right. And I think yours is the better option. Rusty Pipes, he's saying that uh what's that? What's the Rusty Pipes hit? It's like um, Hootin' Tootin' Holiday. Hootin', that's it. Yeah, Hootin' Tootin' Holiday. He had that whole holiday album. Yep, he sure did. Yeah. Yep. With um, a couple of Dolly Parton covers on there as well, I think. Yeah. Um, Don't Scratch Me Where It Itches. That's the one. Um, what's There's a couple other. Is couple, that? Couple, I think the other, the other one is That Your Owl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and bumps I'll, in the barn, bumps in the barn, and matzo ball soup. <laughs> that's that's that was a good one. Well, that was like the whole thing that was really interesting about Rusty Pipes is that um, even though he sang about the 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 South and was you know 
a, a big a big star in the south he was really just he was a, a normal jewish lad from new york yeah, city he exactly. just sort of hit it big there it's cross-cultural fertilization mm-hmm. yeah. some people would say that takes away some of his credibility but not me not me not me absolutely not no 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 sir he's no, just sir. a young young boy from brooklyn that wanted to you know expand his horizons in the american south well Brian, let me tell you a story about um, one of Isabel's colleagues. I probably shouldn't name him, but anyway, uh, here is. Um, Don't worry, I've got I've got the magic edit button too. Exactly. If it goes too far off the rails. It's not it's not racist, it's not slanderous. It's one hundred percent true. Um, but she has a colleague who, after getting tenure, mm-hmm. he basically. Uh, decided to go in for a whole new career. At that career, Brian was a country singer. Wow! So on the side, or did he went full full? No, in? well, I think basically because he now has tenure and is essentially unfireable, he was like, "Fuck this!" Um, yeah, and is allocating most of his time to the country circuit. Bearing in mind, this is a man I would guess in his sixties, early sixties, late fifties, early sixties when this transformation took place. So we met him. There was like a, a an, an event um, when Isabel first started at her job to like a meet and greet, and they gave out awards to students. And I was like, this guy comes up, or maybe it was the second year with it anyway. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? But the guy gets up wearing cowboy. This is bearing in mind, this is just a, like a faculty event thing. There's a guy wearing cowboy boots. Uh, his jeans tucked into the boots, obviously. He, but the mo- the thing that really caught my attention was um, hair, slightly slick, shortish hair, but slightly slicked back. Obviously, dyed black, jet black. But oh, then yeah. also, my favorite feature: he has the goatee beard, dyed jet black. Yeah. So that was the thing that caught me, and then it was from there the old eyes moved down, cowboy boots. What's the story with this gentleman? And she was like, oh, let me tell you about this fella. Yeah. Yep. But rusty legit, pipes. Rusty so. pipes. It was fucking rusty pipes. So that's how I first met rusty pipes. But hats off to the man for just complete, you know, yeah, the brass neck of him. And some people that's, say, that's like when people talk about abolishing tenure, this is literally what they are talking <laughs> about. You know what happens if we yeah. if, if tenure sticks around? All of our professors, all of our teachers, they all become country singers. They become fucking country singers. Jesus. No yeah. teaching, all bluegrass music. Just bluegrass. Yeah. And, and guess not, what? We don't need any more bluegrass in this country. We don't, especially not done by a professor, a tenured professor. Amazing. We should go on like an Alex Jones style rant against bluegrass music. We should. We should. <laughs> Suddenly we'll find ourselves at the forefront of a protest with a fucking bullhorn um, <laughs> whipping, whipping. You know what's wrong with this country? Thing. It's bluegrass music. Like a tenured professor <laughs> with their bluegrass music. This is- we live in a country where all of our tenured professors are becoming bluegrass musicians. And it is eating the fabric of this society and the freedoms that go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, oh my word, Brian, this is a hard hitting episode. Look at this. This, this we're, I think we're really getting to the heart of things. We really are. We're right. just tearing it all down. Brillo Man, Rusty Pipes. <laughs> They're all there. Roaches. The matter, the, 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 this, these are the stories that matter to people, Brian. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this, is, this is what I like to call water cooler content. Okay, Brian? <laughs> yes, no. Nobody's at work and nobody's using a water cooler because of COVID. I had got my brain wanted to say Corona and COVID at the same time, and it didn't work out well. Clobo. <laughs> Coffee. Oh no, that's something else. I feel like there's been this rush. There's been all this intensity in the same week. It's been Halloween. The fridge is broken. <laughs> Donald Trump. The answer here. There's been an election. The ants arrived. Oh God! What next? What next, Brian? What next? It's been wild. Yeah, it's not been it a ghost. Been a it's it's a, no no ghostly instance. It's not been a ghost heavy week or a ghost yeah, heavy same. podcast, but um, different types of hauntings, though. A different type I think, of haunting. 
I think we've just experienced the largest exorcism in uh, American history. So, God damn it, you're right. God damn it, you are fucking right. Um, so now, that's how I'm tying it back now, in. Now, uh, to just bring it into the slight, the paranormal, um, you may may not be surprised to know that my mother and her astrology group did predict this, Brian. Did they? They did. They did. They forced wait, like how? Um, well, well, let's see how, like, how long ago did they predict this? Like, what's because I, I think that'll strengthen the validity of it. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Okay. They saw it. Brian. Brian. They called it. They, they called, called it. Two Brian. Weeks ago. That's they pretty. Looked, they looked at Joe Biden's chart, and mm-hmm. they looked at Donald Trump's chart. Mm-hmm. And they called it. They called it. So that there you go. Irrefutable truth of the veracity of astrology and my mother's astrology group thank your lucky stars america quite, quite literally <laughs> quite literally you gotta you gotta thank those lucky stars thank you gifnook astrology group <laughs> once again brian once again just yeah. like just like paul the octopus at the 2010 world cup I missed that. Do you do you remember a couple of years ago there was the announcement that Paul had had kicked the bucket? Of course I do. I was heartbroken, Brian. I was I was pretty sad about that. That Paul the, Paul the World Cup predicting octopus. <laughs> Brian, that guy was like a machine. He didn't get yeah. one wrong. He every single one, Brian. He picked the right muscle. Paul knew. Paul knew. Uh, Paul, Paul knew. Yeah, I was. I was going to say I, I'm not a big follower of sports, but that that had me. That's a story that I everybody get behind, Brian. I, I just I, that was gripping that time, and the fact that that Paul is no longer with us is just a little. It's heartbreaking. It's a little sad to me. It's a it little is. sad. It is much like Gary. Much like Gary, Jesus, Brian. Come Sorry on. to bring it up. Sorry Too to soon. Up. Too this soon. brought up Paul and Gary within you know two minutes of each other. That's just that's just reckless on my part to be honest. <laughs> Those are some those are some deep cuts that still have not fully healed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's round this out with Nick, what's your sign? What's my sign? Yeah, what's your sign? I'm a proud Taurus, Brian. You're a Taurus? Wait, yeah, when is your birthday? It's 420, baby. You're 420. Always, yeah. You know what? I always forget that our birthdays are close because I'm 428. Nice. Taurus. Boom! Represent. Boom. Taurus. <laughs> Classic Taurus as well. Well, Brian, I've got some big news for you because mm-hmm. now this is going to put a cat amongst the pigeons with our astrology followers. Mm-hmm. Brian, for the first half of my, not first half, for the first, I would say 15 years of my life, I believed I was an Aries. Oh, yeah. Because I guess we're, are we cusp? I'm cusp. You're not. Uh, right. Okay. The cusp is the cutoff. Sometimes 419, sometimes 420. Mm. Um, so and my mom always used to go on about how I was a textbook Aries, Brian. Textbook. <laughs> Let's look at this. Irascible. Quick-tempered. Basically the same thing, I know. But anyway, this was all thrown at me. Um, high energy. Blah, 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 blah. But then guess what? Oh, you're a Taurus. Textbook Taurus, Brian. <laughs> Stubborn. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's all I know too. I, uh, what is it? We're, Taurus. we're signing. I would. I've heard. I heard a lady in a restaurant going on about star signs, Brian, and she just stuck a knife in my back, and she was talking about Taurus, the worst of all the star signs. Now, that's for what me, that, I kind of feel like right. Here's now. Here's the thing. You hear that bandied around. I like my star sign. I like Taurus. It's a big, basically stubborn, grumpy bull, right? Yeah. Okay. But what else is Taurus? And I have heard this said, Brian, hoo-hoo, good lovers. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's actually, That's- maybe I did remember that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Brian. You better believe it, baby. Anyway, um, whoo, for me, I'm going to tell you my two worst star signs, and I apologize to anybody I'm offending here. Mm-hmm. This is going to – I'm afraid – Actually, there is a listener who's going to be offended here. Um, Just do it. Just go and throw it out there. Throw out those stars. Well, number one, this isn't going to offend anybody. It might do if you are, but I don't think they're listening. Capricorn, come on, goldfish. Mm-hmm. A real, a real wet blanket of a star sign. I mean, seriously, come on. 
And number two, and I apologize to Mr. John John Chilton about this, Virgo. Virgo. Fucking take that, Virgo. Fucking pernickety, fussy. Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. Classically, classically so. And there we go. I don't apologize. I don't apologize for that, Brian. I don't. Those are my beliefs and I stand by them. But likewise, I get a lot of shit thrown at me for being a tourist. So you know what? Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Well, on that, I think on that astrology chat, we can round it out because that's what's, maybe we should get more astrology talk in here. We got all we got fucking fired up on oh, astrology. We sure did. And so, I, are I, we an astrology po- podcast now? Possibly. I feel like we're certainly it's in our wheelhouse. I've got the hilarious mm-hmm. thing of I and I can actually give you quite a lot of like the buzzwords. I, I've got quite a lot of buzzwords knocking around me growing up um, in my household. Which I think yeah, I it seems like you've, you've got the background for this. I do. I've got the great thing of like uh, Mr. Science Atheist Dad and Hippy Dippy Astrology. It must be a ghost, Mum. There we go. So, you can see both sides, Brian. Oh, my God. Brian, I didn't realize you were a witch. Brian has got a talon on his finger and he's going he's gonna to press the big button in the sky that says, End of pod. I am the ghost with the one spooky finger. It's it is spooky. That is spooky. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>